0: hi everybody this is Gaad in the parasitic mind I have a whole section where I explain how die diversity inclusion and equity brings about the death of meritocracy the death of the scientific method the death of reason the death of individual dignity it's basically the uh, the bomb that destroys every foundational principle that defines a classically liberal, scientifically literate, enlightened society, and I explain in great detail in the parasitic mind why that would be the case. Well, it is only ramping up, so if you might think that, uh, you know, maybe things are starting to get better, uh, it, I won't get into the details of the emails in question, but now I receive emails from all sorts of uh, academic settings whereby so in the past, what we were having is, if you're applying for a grant, you better have a die statement. And it was sort of generic, like, uh, you know, how how is it that your research into the distribution of prime numbers or your research on diabetes or your research on the neuroscience of uh, fear or the research on information search when uh, choosing between different products how is that going to be consistent with die principles so you'd have to say well i'm going to go out of my way to hire two spirited you know non-binary indigenous people into the lab because they have a unique and uh enriching way that they view the world which you know us you know bigoted heterosexual people wouldn't have access to but now it has really Uh, ramped up so now there are seminars on okay here is the way you would uh, die-ify your grant uh, in general but that's not enough at each step of the scientific process you're you're developing your theoretical framework for your grant how how is that going to be consistent with die principles you're collecting data. How is that going to be consistent with die principles? You're analyzing data. How is that going to be consistent with die principles? So every step of the scientific method has to have an incorporation of diversity, inclusion, equity. So for example, if I'm doing research, uh, as I've already done with one of my former uh, graduate students, looking at the effects of the menstrual cycle on women 's uh, consumer related behaviors, whether it be for example, beautification practices or food related behaviors let 's suppose I was putting together a grant with uh, one of the uh, science uh, granting agencies from the government. How would I dieify that uh, well uh, maybe I need to break out of the old antiquated binary thinking model of having you know women who menstruate because sometimes men menstruate sometimes women menstruate. So, I would have to completely revamp my research to recognize that, you know, sometimes boys uh, bear children, sometimes girls bear children. So, I would certainly have to incorporate that trans element within studying menstrual cycle. Maybe I need to not do paper and pencil tasks when I'm administering a survey because that's written. Maybe I need to you know, in order to indigenize my data collection, perhaps I should use the oral tradition because, you know, some cultures, they only have oral tradition whereby they communicate their knowledge and so on. So, I need to not just rely on, you know, antiquated, you know, uh, uh, myopic data collection procedures a la scientific method. There are other ways of knowing. So, maybe I need to do uh, other forms of uh you know methodologies or frameworks. Uh, I need to demonstrate that how I'm going to hire in my re- maybe postdocs or maybe doctoral students or maybe collaborate with Two Spirit people, non-binary people, people of color, but not with this tan. This is pretty nice tan. It's nice, but darker, right? So how am I how am I going to have skin you diversity in my lab because studying the menstrual cycle and how it affects Uh, Women's behaviors is highly related to, you know, immutable characteristics like, uh, you know, whether you have a uterus or not, or whether your skin is darker or not, or whether you're two spirited or not, or who you like to have sex with at night, and so on. So just imagine for a second, we went from having the scientific method, which is the greatest epistemological liberator that the world has ever known. It liberates us from the shackles of our personal identities. That's what makes it beautiful. It doesn't matter whether I'm Lebanese Jew. It doesn't matter that I'm ridiculously good looking. What matters is, is the science approached using the scientific method? Now we don't do it that way. How are you going to incorporate diversity, inclusion, and equity in your literature review, in your theoretical development, in your methodological approach, in your data collection? How are you going to collect, how are you going to analyze the data? Surely you're not going to use inferential statistics, all of which were developed by disgusting, largely heterosexual white males. What about sort of spirit dance? you you get the data and you just kind of do like a shamanic spirit dance that's how you adjudicate data there's got to be multiple ways it is simply impossible what is taking place and everybody just nods and says la 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 hopefully the problem goes away it's not going away we are reverting to the dark ages epistemologically it's unbelievable Have a good weekend, everybody. And if you support my work and all that I do, please consider supporting me financially through one of my portals. Take care, everybody.